sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, we're going to sit here and talk about sports. And guess who's back? Back again. AJ's back. Tell a friend. It's the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Tuesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel to Voldemort. You want to get in? 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like, you're good to go. Twitter at Fred Power, if you are, at AJ is the real, at Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show, you know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch, you know the number for that. And it's a Tuesday, usually everybody's in a bad mood. Hell no, not today. We're going to have fun. Although, I, I, I thought we had an agreement that unless my headphones were on, you wouldn't launch the show because we were sitting here talking and I didn't realize it because I can't hear. I mean, I delayed the show for like three minutes. It's 401. Yeah, but the way when Nick ended, I still had I'd throw three minutes of promos in there. I see. Oh, well, screw so you're the, blaming Nick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you're blaming Nick. That's fine. I'm blaming the clock for not moving slower. Okay. <laughs> You know, or just Stupid wave at me and say, spinning. "Put your headphones on, dickweed." You could do that. I did wave when you turn ar- when you sat down to turn around after sitting your stuff down. I was I, like, "Hey, we're starting." I didn't see. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be wavier. Eh, who cares? Hoffman's back. I'm back. All's right in the world. Hello, Freddie. What's going on, man? Sports and stuff. What's going on around here? How, how's life been here? Uh, life has been really good. Uh, working, working my butt off for uh, Team Gal here, but. Uh, it's about to pay off, so things are going great. Well, well, good to hear it, my friend. Good to hear, and I hope it does work out. Yeah, it feels nice to be uh, to be back, back in the saddle. That's a uh, it's a good feeling. And I know everybody thought I had COVID. I didn't have COVID. I was just de- dealing with some, you know, some medical stuff with, within my family. And um, I, 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 for one, am glad to be off of that duty and back in this seat. Yeah, I know it's. Uh... I mean, it's it's nice that we can broadcast from home, but I think like the, yeah. the best feeling in the world was the day I was able to come back in, and you know, it just it makes things more normal. Yep. And you know, doesn't matter when uh, when you come back. There's still going to be Texans drama going on. Always, <laughs> always good for some of that. Yeah, I I don't know if that'll ever go away. Uh, it, no time soon, I'm pretty sure. But uh, the Deshaun and let's face it. I mean, Deshaun kind of g- continues to create this drama on his own by not, not just saying things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you could clear a lot of. Th- and I, I get. I, I said this yesterday. I, I totally understand that once he comes out and just says it, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. Like it's, it's out there, and there's, there's no turning back on it. And I get that. That's a. That's a, a tough a tough decision to make if you're wanting to do that. But I also I, I just I, I'm so sick of the well uh, the, the cryptic tweets. Yeah, it's it, it, it it's emo Twitter is what it is, which I hate. Oh, things are so hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, I love the guy, I really do, 
I've been higher on him than than most people from the beginning. I think he's a fantastic player. I think he's a good dude. But Deshaun, if you're listening, you, you need it's to stop it. it. Just stop. It, it's you're not a 15 year old. Okay, uh, start acting like an adult. If you're gonna you're gonna be the guy that leads this team. Then lead the team or lead yourself out. But stop with this. This is just childish stuff. And yeah, you know, and and each day now it's something else. It's like, oh come on, man. <laughs> it, it, it's it's like, really, your prom date left you. Oh, <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I mean, I think Cal McNair's a tool, and I I wouldn't want to play for him either. Oh, let me say this: this is starting to become less of a Jack Easterby thing. And more of a Cal McNair thing. Yeah. Because whatever we think of Jack Easterby, like, Cal McNair is the one allowing it to happen. Well, I, I can see how this whole thing started because look, Cal's not the brightest guy. And now it's hard for me to say that for a guy who went to the University of Texas and has an MBA from Rice. Theoretically, you should be a smart. Theoretically. Um, but he's not the brightest guy, and he he's not very socially adept. So I could see why he thought uh, talking to Deshaun beforehand and then not saying anything because oh I I you know I have his opinion I know what he thinks. I could see why he thought that that was what they agreed to. Yeah, and I think he's probably looking at it and say okay I screwed that up, and you know but this this thing has gotten out of hand to the point with where now you've got cryptic tweet guy and every time Cal opens his mouth, he comes off as a buffoon and it's kind of like, Cal, you need to just disappear. Let Nick Casario run this thing. And, and wouldn't it be funny if they backed into a pretty good GM, they get Eric B and he hires a really good staff and they kind of back into it. And it's all in spite of Cal. Yeah. Cause that's what it would be. Right. It's not like he's the one making these decisions. So, you know, I, I, I'm kind of tired of it. I really am. But boy, they just keep giving us stuff to talk about. And the the problem is, and it's kind of getting back to what we were talking about yesterday. Everybody's just running with all these rumors and everything else and reporting. Oh, well, I heard this or somebody said this. And it just takes on a life of its own. And at some point, it, it just makes you look like a clown show. And if I'm a coach who wants to come here, I'm going to have to ask you about Jesus Easterby. Like, what, what is really this guy's role? Why does everybody hate him? And is he going to be talking to my team? Is he going to be doing that stuff? Because otherwise, because some guys are just going to say, hey, you know what? No, thanks. I'm not having that. And, you know, that now you get the outside perception. You're going to have to go get free agents. Well, if I'm a free agent, I'm going to want to know what the hell all this is about. Well, why was Deshaun mad? What does Jack Easterby do? Why is Cal such a klutz? Yeah. Those are questions you're going to ask. And you got to hope that, that Nick Casario, because he is pretty respected around the league, is a guy who can answer those questions and, and uh, ease your concerns. And if he can't, ruh Yep. Also, just this is kind of... Nobody's talking about this, but it kind of impacts things. Did you see that the uh, salary cap next year, they're looking at maybe 175 or 180? 
which is about between 15 and 20 million dollars lower than this year yeah this doesn't happen very often no we, we don't go backwards in the cap very often no but more importantly the if you're the texans we've already talked about how you know they could clear room to get some players well they're gonna have to clear that room just to get under that cap yeah, and now it's going to be harder to go get free agents. Yep, it's something we talked about. They're going to have to hit home runs on these free agents. I don't know that that's an option now. It certainly is is a question mark, if nothing else. And I think that's going to be a big deal. It's also a reason why you probably can't trade Deshaun Watson. Yeah, because you, because it's too it's too detrimental to yeah, your cap. Now you're talking about a twenty one million dollar hit, and suddenly it's like uh, I don't know if we can do that. I mean, because when we were talking about it before, it's like, yeah, you could eat that for a year, but that's essentially the money that is no longer exists under the cap. So that's going to affect things. It's going to affect a lot of teams because I think a lot of guys were thinking, oh, we'll have plenty of money to spend, and some teams still will. But if you're a team like the Texans that has work to do, I think you're up against it now. I think so too. And. I think that's a topic that you know people should be paying a little bit more attention to because yeah I and I said this last year that there's going to be future salary cap problems because there's nobody in the stands. Yeah. And if I'm a a general manager, I'm planning for that. I'm looking ahead to that. It's going to be in every sport too. So 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776 on a Tuesday. Guess who's going to be here at 6 o'clock? Eric Warner. That's right. He's going to be bringing us beer. Yep. And, uh, boy, we haven't seen him in person since, uh, what, October maybe? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a while. So it'll be good to have him back. So everything's coming together, my man. It's all, uh, you know, it's all back to normal almost here. So there's some people who were back today that had been out on quarantine for a while so it's kind of fun walking around the office and seeing some of my favorite people it is good to see everyone yeah just uh not everyone it's good to see a lot of people well, i know you don't want to you know you don't want to see me in here but that's okay you're, you're stuck with me at least through the end of the year that's it so uh maybe sooner than that we'll see 713 espns <laughs> did y'all take part of the revolution at nrg can i i don't man i don't know if i should do this i'm gonna do it what the hell because well let's do it on the other side of the break oh yeah we're up on a break aren't yeah. we Damn. what we're trying to do is stay on clock Fred. oh okay oh fine yeah so if you've got a grand statement to make it's not that grand we would make a radio tease here it, it's not that grand but it's a statement it's grand well, it doesn't suck i don't think it sucks and you know what can i just say one nice thing about jack easterby he didn't text a bunch of his penis pictures to a reporter allegedly yeah well i don't even know if it's alleged i think it's uh the mets gm yeah yeah of course he might have that that'd be a guy to way to get rid of him ladies if you've got pictures of jack easterby's penis oh yeah <laughs> i want to see him all right i want to know what power he's got over cal and that's my guess of where it would begin uh we'll take a quick break don't go anywhere it's a blitz on espn 97.5 92.5 is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. 
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. It is a local music Tuesday, by the way, so everything you hear, except for, you know, some of the regular stuff. Well, these guys are raging. Yeah. This, this makes me want to go punch a, can, a clown or something. Yeah. I mean, not not the euphemism punch the clown, but like a real clown. Just yeah. walk right up and bam, right in the nose. So and you're coming there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope he has the bulbous red nose, though, because I just want to punch that because I don't really want to hurt anybody. But I would like to go bam and hear. Err! That's all. Um, so somebody was asking about the the NRG march. Can I just say, um, you know, stop. I'm glad people are passionate enough that they feel they, they need to go make a statement. But marching on NRG is not going to do it. All it's, the only thing that's going to get through to Cal is, you know, don't go to the games. Don't buy their stuff. Stop showing up. That'll make the difference. Going and screaming in a parking lot and spreading COVID to each other ain't going to do it. I, I I never understood that that mindset. You know, I mean, I think it's cool if you win to go. Like, and, and by the way, can I just say, if you're not rooting for the Bills, you should be rooting for Bills Mafia. Those guys are the best. Do you see they've raised like $300,000 for Lamar Jackson's charity after he got hurt in the game? Yeah. I mean, who does that? I mean, that's that's awesome. And then, of course, they're jumping through tables at the uh, celebration in downtown that night. You got to love those guys. Yeah. You well, do. I mean, and plus, I mean, who else are you going to cheer for? Let's face it. Well, I, I, I like the Chiefs a lot, but they've already won. Yeah, they've already won. And I don't like either of the NFC All teams. these teams have already won. Not the Bills. Exactly. Well, I mean, but I, I don't I don't like the Bucks. I don't like Brady. Uh, I don't like the Packers. I like the Chiefs, but they won last year. Okay. So, I hear uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to be practicing tomorrow. I am sure he is going to be fine. I'm guessing that's the case. Well, I, I'm not going to say he's going to be fine. There's no way that he's not playing in this game. That's, that's my wager as well, uh, which is why I haven't. It, uh, listen, I think there's if you're betting that game, there's two ways to to look at it. If you don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to play, I, I I would suggest that you you bet now, and if if it, and forever if it hold moves, your peace. if it moves, you bet a little more. But as soon as they say Patrick Mahomes is good, he's playing. You're, there's probably going to be some some Chiefs money come in, and then I'll bet the Bills. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I well I like Buffalo in this game, and I, as, as I mentioned yesterday, but. Uh, even Both if it, games, three-point games, the uh, three-point spreads right now. Because here's there's three scenarios, and two of them really benefit the Bills. One, Mahomes doesn't play. I don't think that's going to happen. Number two, he does play, and he's not 100%, which we've seen a million times with concussions. We talked about this yesterday. I think that's the most likely scenario. And you don't have to be way off to not play well. Yeah, It's just a few passes here and there where you're not as sharp. Or you don't see a guy that usually you see. Uh, or you take another hit and you get rattled again. Uh, so I think that's the most likely scenario. And if he's not 100%, I think this Buffalo team can play with him. We, we've seen almost everybody's been able to play with the Chiefs over the second half. Uh, no one's really been able to beat him except for the one game where Mahomes didn't play. 
The third scenario is he plays, he's 100%, and the Bills are still good enough to beat him. Which, if you look at the second half of the season, the Bills have been a better team. Yeah. So, uh, all, for those three reasons, I'm on them, and I may be wrong. Hell, I'm wrong on hockey last night again. That, that's, that sucks, though. I mean, that, they're flying up and down the ice. They're getting shots all over the place, and nobody can score. I mean, what the hell? What the hell? The pace was exactly what I thought. The number of shots was exactly what I thought. I don't feel bad for you. I don't either. I had... Uh, uh, don't tell me you had Baylor eight and a half. I had Baylor eight and a half. Oh! Is it, I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that. Hmm. Garbage. Uh. Two, 2.7 seconds left. You're up 11 with the ball. How could that go wrong? Well, it could. Mm. Friggin' sports. Uh, well, I don't feel as bad. <laughs> well, actually, I don't feel bad anyway. I mean, I, I'm, uh, I'm still doing okay. I'm, I'm five and four on the on the plays. I'm taking a couple nights off to to reevaluate everything. But I also made a bunch of money on the ponies this weekend, so I'm I'm, I'm not feeling too bad. But um, yeah, I saw that, and it's funny because like in the back of my mind, I thought I knew what the number was, and I I flipped over for just a minute, and I see that go in, and I go, oh, I bet somebody's not happy. I was that somebody. Oh. That someone I didn't know it was you was I, and I mean that had no business going in. No, <laughs> just, I mean it wasn't just like a, a half court shot; it was a pretty contested half court shot. Gross! That's sports for you, I yeah, guess. Yeah, well, that's sports betting. You yeah, know? but it, and it's funny how like everybody writes stories about that today. Oh, what a horrible bad beat! And, and I kind of feel like, dude, we've been doing this so long. We've seen this. Um, we've seen this a million times and been on both ends of it. Yeah, I, I mean, it feels like I'm on the wrong end of it more often than. Well, because you remember those, just like yeah. the bad beats in poker. But there's a lot of times when you put a bad beat on somebody, yep. you, you tend to forget that. Yeah. But the the reality is, the more you do this, the more these things are going to happen. Well, and last night it became a big one because there, that was the, I mean, it was a matchup of two top ten teams. I'm sure, I had the biggest handle of the night. Uh, is for college basketball games. It's a, it was probably a lot of people had money on that game, one way or the other. Mm. And you often forget that one man's tears are another man's. Oh yeah, somebody was on the right end yes. of that. There's there's some guy probably in Lawrence. There's a lot of guys. That game opened at Baylor minus ten. Okay, so there was enough Kansas money to move it to eight and a half. And of course, those guys probably feel like. They were the right side, and I, uh, no, I disagree with I, I them. Think, but. I think serious players will tell you, okay, I was on the wrong end of that. It worked out. Yeah. Uh, and and that happens. I'll be the first one to tell you there's there's times where I feel that way, where it's like, you know what? I was wrong and got lucky. Yeah. Like there was one of those, one of the early games in the bubble, one of the early hockey games where they scored like four goals in the last minute. I was wrong, and I had no business hitting that, and I did, but, it, you know, that's that's going to happen, too. That's... I had that's the game, my friend. I, I guess it was Saturday night. I had Gonzaga minus fifteen against St. Mary's College. They were up fourteen. They missed a dunk, missed a dunk that would have sealed the game. Yeah, and uh, it, it's I it, listen. That's it's going to happen. You're, you're if you if you bet on sports, you're going to have to deal with those things because more often than not. The Vegas lines are pretty tight. They know yeah. what they're doing. Oh, they definitely do. And uh, and you, if, if anytime you're gonna 
you know, you're going to be on one side or the other and the game is close to that number, there's going to be times where you go, damn it, all it would have taken was this. And well, and, and, and you always look back on it. And, and this is just like poker. When, when you play a tournament, you always look back. There's this hand that if it had just gone this way, things would have been completely different. But that's, that's, that's the game. Man, that's what I love about the game, though, is over time, you're going to see a lot of that. And you, you just got to ride it out. And it, it, and I and I and it's one of those things that I try to that I always try to tell people is you are going to lose, and sometimes you're going to lose. That's there's no way you should have lost that, but that's you know it's going to happen, and you just have to you have to roll with it and adjust and move on to the next one. And and, uh, and at some point you look back if you're doing a bunch of those, you have to look back. And the same thing with poker: is it bad luck or bad play? Yeah, and make that decision. And it's like Matt Dean always said: decisions, not outcomes. Yep. And if you're making good decisions, the outcomes will come around. Let's uh, squeeze Wayne on. What's up, Wayne? Hey, I just wanted to tell you, I enjoy the show. I, I kind of flipped back and forth, but I've been zoning in on y'all lately because I'm showing the job. I'm doing good. I appreciate uh, all y'all's opinions on everything. It's pretty good stuff. Thanks, brother. Hey, I just wanted to ask, uh, trying to figure out what the show was, and uh, I'm going to make a comment, and I'll hang up and listen. Y'all can answer when I hang up, I guess. But anyways, I was going to say, I'm trying to figure out what all this started because I'm trying to think back that uh, some of these quarterbacks, like they played for Clemson or Alabama, like Deshaun Watson, I don't think he's lived, never lost a high school game or a college game. And then they get to the pros, these sorry teams, it's like they don't know what to take when it comes to losing or, like you said, immaturity maybe at first. I'm getting kind of tired of listening to it too. It's kind of immature. And maybe they just need to, they're not used to losing, and maybe that steamboat was used to being all there, and everybody's in the air talking all the time, and just everything all at once, and he needs, just needs to settle down and mature out, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is the Texans have arguably the worst ownership situation in the whole NFL, uh, and I... Mm. I'd still, I'd still take him over Jim Ursay, and, and at some point he's going to get lucky and hire the right persons like Ursay did. Ursay's an idiot. He just, I, yeah, he, I mean, he just happened to get lucky with his hires and happened I, to get I, lucky with Andrew Luck and yes, Peyton Manning. So, but I mean, the, I mean, the McNair's got lucky with Deshaun, and they're not able to do anything with it. You didn't see Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning having a bunch of four and twelve seasons, and I, and I, I tweeted this out, and I guess Lance said something about it too. Maybe we can get Lance on at some point, but uh, it, it's about it being more of a McNair thing than an Easterby thing because as bad as Easterby is and he stinks. Yeah, I mean, he's a uh, he's a poison pill. Cal McNair's the one letting it continue to fester. You know what I mean? No, and that's and the hope is that with you know, now that your your GM is supposed to run everything, let your GM run everything. And, and I don't want to hear from Cal McNair again. Because if you if you if it if it ends up you lose Deshaun Watson like it came down to a it's either Deshaun or Jack. Like if that's the if that's the the thing, and you lose Deshaun Watson over that, you can't tell me Jim Irsay is a bigger dope than Cal McNair. <laughs> because if you're losing, like I don't know, Andrew Luck walked away. So. Oh well, he did. Yeah, that's <laughs> I true. mean there is that. That's true. But no, I think uh, um, if he le- if he loses him and they still and they get the kind of package we've been talking about, I don't know if you're a dope. Yeah. I mean, and some of some of the things that I'm hearing about the what the Jets and the Dolphins are willing to give up, I, it's like I said yesterday. I'd listen to that offer even if everything was kosher. 
because yeah, I won four games with him last year, and now, especially with the salary cap change, you're going to have a hard time putting players around him this year to be instantly better. I mean, it, it's possible, but boy, it's it's not real likely. And so, if I'm going to be bad again next year, and I'm going to trade JJ Watt, and my defense is already horrible, then why not say, you know what, let's let's clean the slate here and build for three years from now. Yeah. And with that kind of with those kind of assets, I think long and hard about it. I mean, it's it's always hard to pull the trigger when you have a guy like that. But and especially, I I'm I'm going to also go on record here. You know what? I'll go on record when we come back because you got to talk about TGS when we come back. I, I I have a thought on Deshaun and how maybe things might turn on him in the near future. All right. I'm going to tell you guys about TGS insurance. If you own your home and you'd like to save some money and who, listen, if you own a home, you, you realize there's a lot to pay for. It's not cheap to own a home. Uh, but if there's one spot you could save money, homeowners insurance, a great place to start because you're going to pay, you have to pay for it. That That's just part of the deal. You have to pay your homeowners insurance. And what TGS is saying is why, why would you pay more than you have to? You probably signed up a long time ago for some kind of a bundle deal, and now you've just let it go, let it let it you know renew, renew, and now suddenly you're paying a lot more than you should be. TGS has shopped all the homes in our area. They know what you could be saving. I saved over $1,000 a year with TGS. The average customer saving 900 bucks a year. You can do it. Text the word money to 232323. They're going to ask for your address. You send that back. You're going to get a full quote with excellent coverage within 15 seconds, just like that. Text the word money to 232323. Start saving money right away with TGS Insurance. ESPN 97.5. I assume you knew... This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Happy Tuesday, you magnificent blitzers. I hope you're having a good one. I'm having a good one. Always. You know, it's amazing how just one little thing, like no longer having Rona... And then you're like in a good mood for weeks. And even the Tuesday texters can't spoil it. It's it's funny. They haven't been able to spoil it yet. Um, I have some interesting odds for you on who will be the next head coach. There's two spots left, right? The Eagles and the Texans. I'm going to give you the Eagles odds first. This is from uh, Cool Media PR, which always sends us odds for stuff, which is including uh, also who will take the first snap for the Saints next year. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go over that one in a minute. But first, your next Eagles head coach. I bet Holly loves this one. Josh McDaniels, 2-1 to one favorite. Interestingly enough, Joe Brady, 3-1. to one. And I haven't heard his name really mentioned with them. Uh, Gerard Mayo, 4-1, to one, who they interviewed. Todd Bowles, who they interviewed, 5-1. to one. Eric Bieniemy, who they interviewed, 7-1. to one. Nick Sirianni, 8-1. to one. I'm guessing that's a guy who's already on staff. I, I don't know. I've never even heard that name. 
Well, I mean, he sounds like, you know, sounds like a wise guy. Hey, Mr. Sirianni, come here. I got your table. Uh, Deuce Staley, 12 to 1. Brian Dayball, 12 to 1. Lincoln Riley, 15. John Fossil, who I think they also interviewed, 20. Ryan Day, 20. And Kellen Moore, who I believe they're interviewing, 25 to 1. Sirianni right. is the, co- the Colts' uh, offensive coordinator. Okay. Really? Yeah, I just never thought I, of a, I, I, Yeah, yes, I, I never thought of a Colts offensive coordinator. He took over coordinator. when uh, Arians left. Okay. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just assumed call. because Frank Reich does everything, I just never really paid attention to who his play caller was. All right, here's your Texans next head coach. We'll go bottom to top. Okay. Ryan Day, 20 to 1. No way. Marvin Lewis, 15 to 1. Brian Dayball, 12 to 1. Haven't even interviewed him. Nope, they haven't interviewed Jared Mayo either. Ten Brian Dayball's already taken his name out of the running. Uh, well, well I, so had Matt Everflus. Yeah, yeah. Then, Suddenly it's like, ah, you know, I might, might want a job. But Dayball also told the Eagles, go away. Well, these are the two worst situations now. Let's be honest. I, mean, I, I don't think this was the worst job when it started. I don't think the Eagles was the worst job when it started. But I think they're both the worst jobs now, and mm, that's tough. The Eagles, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 well, apparently Howie Roseman is just as evil as as Jesus Easterby. I think, the, I think the Lions are probably worse than the Eagles. I would have thought that, but you know, I don't know. Uh, Joe Brady eight to one. Matt Eberflus eight to one. Leslie Frazier five to one. Okay. David Cully They're trying to get some of that Bills action. Eh, they want it, baby. Uh, Leslie Frazier five. To, or, I'm sorry, David Cully four to one. Jim Caldwell, five to two, second choice, and your favorite Eric Bieniemy, two to one. Okay. I heard an interesting rumor, and and, and I want to make this clear that it was just a rumor that if uh, Bieniemy was hired, he'd be interested in uh, um, Marvin Lewis as his DC. Okay, I'd be good with I'd that. Be, I'm fine with that. Is if, if he's a DC? Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, we talked about that. If you get a young offensive coach, you want a. Uh, you want a, a veteran defensive coach, preferably one that's had some head coaching experience you could fall back on. And uh, Double Dutch says Kellen Moore just got paid at Dallas, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It, it, you may just get paid. If you get a head coaching job, bye. Yeah. That means nothing. So it, it just, you know. And uh, a couple of other things. I have to have Fred on suicide watch when he tests positive again. I ain't testing positive again. You can forget that because... I'm going to have antibodies for a while, and then I'm going to have a vaccine. That's right. And I'm Keith freaking Richards, man. It's going to take more than that to kill me. <laughs> Just telling you. All you guys, oh, man, I hope he doesn't get it. He'll uh, he'll die. Nope. Nope. You're going to have to bring more than that. And no, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do the whole, I'm not going to be the guy that's taunting the Rona because that always ends badly. It's like, oh, it's a hoax. And next thing you know, the guy's in the hospital and dies. Right. I'm not doing that. I mean, I'm just saying, if that's all you got, I'll take your best shot. That's it. Um, Hit me with your best shot. Yeah. Fire away. Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. 713-780-ESPN is the number. 713-780-3776 is your number. And um, I did want to... Briefly mention your Rockets. Victor Oladipo played Oof. pretty well last <laughs> night. The rest of them didn't. But, um, I, I'd like to see them all together. The problem is, is with John Wall's history of injuries, they're not all going to be together very often. No, but it'd be kind of a fun team to to see what they would look like when he's there with Oladipo. 
at least for a couple games. Yeah. I, listen, I, I like I said, don't have any expectations of this team, and you won't be disappointed, right? No, I have no expectations. I just, you know, I'd like something fun to watch occasionally. To see who uh, Nick Saban's next uh, reclamation project might be. Who's it going to be? Uh, there's a report that the guy who looks like me could join his staff. Oh, really? Doug Marone has become a candidate to be offensive line coach at Alabama. Now, if I'm Doug Marone, I mean, that's all fine and dandy. I, I don't think uh, Bill O'Brien was getting a job elsewhere. Somebody would hire Doug Marone in the NFL. Uh, I tend to think so. I mean, too. not as a head coach. No, but as an OC, maybe. Yeah. And uh, well, I'm asking Fred, what about that tease on your theory about things going bad for Watson? I was, I was getting to that. I was getting to that. I like to wait a little bit into the segment so that you hang around. It's kind of a trick. It's uh, a trick of the trade. It's, a, it's an Easterby con man trick. Uh, but no, I, I think people are starting to get a little tired of this cryptic tweet crap. Not just us. Yeah. And I think if it goes on, I think you're going to start to see like everybody's behind him right now, except for like four people on Twitch. Well, two people on Twitch and then two guys who just don't like him and never have and tweet the same thing all the time. He's overrated. But the You're rest talking about Deshaun, right? Yeah, the rest of the city's with Deshaun. And anti Easterby and anti Cal. Well, I will say there's some people who are getting tired of the Well, and that's my point. I think more and more people are starting to get tired of it. And I think if he keeps it up, you're gonna the whole you're being a spoiled little child thing is gonna start becoming the narrative as opposed to uh, dude, you got the Texans need to do right by this guy. So if I'm him, I'm, I might want to back off that stuff. I, w- I would say that's probably the move, but uh, I think he's also using it as a uh, as a way to put pressure on him. And can you imagine you're in the room with like Cal McNair with his standalone mustache and Jesus Jack Easterby who's who's holding his Bible and and then oh Buzzcut Casario. And they see that Deshaun tweeted some rap lyrics, and they're all looking at each other, trying to figure out what the lyrics mean. I mean, they, do you do you think they have someone on staff who they call and say, "Hey, you guys have any idea what this could mean?" Because I know those are like the three whitest dudes in the history of white dudes. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're figuring it out on their own. Well, I'm guessing if they're smart, they've got uh, like Bun B. They've they've hired as a that's a good move. Yeah, as a consultant. And I could just see Nick Nick uh, Nick Casario call. Sorry, Nick. Do you think he calls him Bun? I guess uh, Mr. B. Mr. Um, Bun. We've got some. Uh, I think these are rap lyrics, I, and I think this is what the kids today is are it rap to? or hip hop. What do you what What yeah. do your people but, but, prefer to call it? <laughs> uh, is that is a, is rap still an acceptable term? <laughs> I could see Cal going. So do I make this out to Bun or B? Like, what's what's the last name I put Our on this mis- check right Mr. here? Mr. B? Mr. B? I, uh... Oh, Cash? Okay. <laughs> yeah, see, like like, like this guy uh, is... Fred, list Deshaun's NFL accomplishments. He is a joke, Philip. Uh, he's not a joke, Philip. You might think he's overrated. You might make a case that he's not as good as the national media says he is. But a joke? See, that's that's a problem with... Stuff like this. And this is why the Easterby thing's gotten out of hand. This is why things get out of hand. Is people want to put these statements on there like, oh, this guy's a joke. Well, He's not here's, a joke. Here's what I'll say. the it, Of all the guys that you hear talked about as top-tier guys, he has the, 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 small, the weakest NFL resume. Yeah. 
And that's that includes. I mean, Josh Allen's passed him. Josh this year. Allen passed him this year. Yes. Uh, it, 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 you know, and and Josh Allen has worked his way into that conversation of, of the top five to seven guys. So if you look at the top five to seven guys in the league, Deshaun has the he is the least accomplished of them in the NFL. So, th- but one that playoff win that doesn't that's make it. him a joke. Yeah, that's the thing. You, and and I have no problem with you saying. You know, he hasn't he hasn't done enough to have this kind of power or any of that kind of stuff, but to call a guy a joke. That's you know guys, we need to move away from this kind of stuff and have real discourse, not this vitriol and, and stuff like that. I mean this that's why you got people storming capitals and stuff, is because of crap like that. So well, let's, let's let's just have good conversations and not call people jokes. And now if you want to call Cal a joke I think we've we've had enough yeah. here the last month. I think that's fair. I think it's more than fair. Scoop, there it is again in the commercial. All right, quick break. It's- chaka-laka, chaka. Uh, Deshaun should tweet that. And just to, just to throw Easterby and Cal off, like, throw them for a loop. Cal's like, whoop, there it is. It, Thought you knew. Cal's, Cal's going to have to respond with, I understand these lyrics are hip-hop. Hippity-hoppity. And not rap. And I apologize for making that mistake. I will do better for the fans and the organization. Durr. All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to the Blitz. Lock and roll, boys. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Two on forces, people are incapable of being wrong or no longer have the ability to agree or disagree. It's all black or white. Ignore the gray areas and welcome to Internet Age. Yeah, it's. I, I guess maybe I'm just really getting old, but it, it bothers me a lot more that we we've become a society of you know where if you disagree with somebody you're a joke or a clown or a loser or a punk or or whatever you know it's not like hey and and that you have to believe something a hundred percent and and it's the same thing with this stuff man the 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 reality is there's i, I don't think things are as bad with jesus easterby and cal as everybody has is running with now they're bad but there are i i, I mean the whole thing about not interviewing the enemy well maybe that was nick casario's decision yeah and, and the whole thing where people are getting on him about well here they gave you a list and you went off the list well maybe cal's telling the truth when he said we didn't need him on the list because we'd already interviewed him twice and i told him that maybe he's telling the truth on that so you know and again i'm not defending him i just think you know, it's a, everything the guy does is wrong. That's that's where we are. And, and if you don't like Deshaun, oh, he's completely overrated. Everything he does is wrong. It's not like that in anything in life, man. Not everything anybody does is wrong. Not everything anybody does is right. Travis, you're on the Blitz. Go. Hey, gentlemen. Sports to you. Sports man, to I, you. I've been a season ticket holder for 14 years. Love going to Texas. 
through thick and through thin. But you know what? Trade his ass. He's one player. We're going to be rebuilding for the next couple of years. If we can get the Jets' number one pick, I mean, the consensus is uh, Josh uh, Fields from uh, Ohio State would be badass. I mean, rebuild. I mean, and we got another thing y'all haven't mentioned a lot about is he's got a bum knee, man. His knee, the way he runs, it could go out like that. And we're not paying $40 million to him. Get, yeah. Get- um, but let's, let's face it, any quarterback could get hurt in yeah. any given day. I, I mean, what I'll say about that is – and. I was talking to Lance about this today, and I think he generally feels the same way I do. Outside of Trevor Lawrence, there's not a quarterback in this draft. And you'll hear people talk about how top-heavy the quarterback draft is and how Justin Fields and, and Zach Wilson and Trey Lance uh, uh, are all you know stars. And uh, even further down the line, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. The only guy that I'm willing to use a first-round pick on and like say, okay, I'm pretty sure this guy is going to be a franchise quarterback. It's Trevor Lawrence. Like, I agreed. So there's nobody else I feel even remotely confident about taking. So if you got the second pick in the draft, if I were a betting man and I said, okay, what are what are the the odds? What or what are the percentages that whoever I draft at number two or number five or number seven, wherever you draft is going to be better than Deshaun Watson? I mean, even Trevor Lawrence, I would say I'm probably like, I think I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be better than Deshaun. Yeah. But I think that like 60-40. Every, every other quarterback in the draft, I'm like 80-20 that Deshaun is better than them. <laughs> so Yeah, but let's look at it in context. And, and, and Grim brings up a point I was going to mention. Is putting your chips on an Ohio State QB, oof. Yeah, that is, hasn't exactly worked out. And now he's not... He's not the last guy. I think he's a better player than that, but I, I'm not all that impressed with him. He wouldn't be my first choice. But, yeah, I, I mean, the more that I think about it, the more I come around to, yeah, I'd be okay with trading Deshaun for the right, get the right package, because you're going to be bad next year. You're going to have a shot at some of these quarterbacks next year. Um, and if you get Sam Darnold back and you don't like him, okay, yeah, that's fine. You punt on him. If you get Tua back, you don't like him, that's fine. But you hit the reset button, and you know what? Deshaun may go on and win Super Bowls, and he might also go on and blow his knee and never be the sure. same again. And you're not having to pay him all that money to limp out there. So, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't worry too much about the quarterbacks in this year's draft. I would be thinking if they do this, you're looking to head to next year's draft because you're going to be in the hunt for the number one pick. And we need to be talking about who the guy is next year. Yeah. So, 713-780-ESPN is your number, 713-780-3776. And uh, somebody on Twitter said, wait, flat earthers aren't clowns. I'm not saying there's not clowns out there. There are clowns. There's jokes. There's a lot of things it's okay to say it about. Pedophiles should be destroyed. I'm, I'm okay with saying that. I just think when we get into the, the general conversations about stuff, that's not life and death. That's not pedophiles or or uh, or flat earthers or seat recliners on airplanes. I just think we need to back off on the hyperbole a little. That's all. Junior Bronco said Trevor Lawrence is a huge Bible beater. Dated the same girl since freshman year of high school. Tim Tebow type would fit in with the Texans. Great. You know what? That's a lot of stuff that I wouldn't care about if I could have him on the Texans. I, <laughs> yeah, and and man, I. <sighs> 
That's the other thing. Uh, whatever your religion is, and if you're spiritual and religious and all, that's cool, man. I got no problem with that. I have no problem with anybody's beliefs, whatever they are. Uh, they shouldn't have anything to do with your job. And that's the problem I have with Jesus Easterby is if he's in there praying with people in, in the office, uh, listen, man, I, I, I'm against that. Now, if, if you own a Bible sales company, I want Jack Easterby to be president. Yeah. But if I own a secular business, look, what you do on your own time, that's all good. If you guys want to have prayer study with players, I'm all for that. Whatever you guys want to do on your own time, you don't bring it to the workplace. That's all. Like you shouldn't bring politics to the workplace. Unfortunately, that that's that's the world we live in. Yep. Don't, don't bring it to the workplace. You know what you should bring to the workplace? Fun. Yeah. Like fun stories about how your kid's or basketball s- team can't score a goal. They did. They, they scored in the second game. Oh, great! Yeah. yeah. They uh, after their thirty-four nothing loss, they <laughs> they lost the second game thirty-two to two. Okay. So that's, well, that's progress. What do we say? Progress, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Thirty-two incre- to two. Incremental progress. That was the increment. Oh, and there was a celebration. Even the referees were clapping when they scored uh, <laughs> the, that, the, those two points. Uh, was was it like a fluke goal that bounced around a little bit and went in? Or uh, it was a stolen inbound into a layup. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. A layup. Uh Chris, you're on the blitz. <laughs> go, sir. Hey guys, how's it going? It's going sports, man. What's up? Um, so. So with Deshaun Watson having the no-trade clause, uh, we've heard Miami is somewhere he'd be okay with. But outside of Miami, where is he realistically going to be okay with us trading him to? The Jets gets brought up for their picks, but does he really want to go to another dysfunctional organization? Like, where do we actually see him approving a trade to? If oh, we well, that here's what I would do if I'm the Texans. I say, listen, if you want to be traded, waive your no-trade clause, and we'll find a, we'll find a suitor for you. And if he says, "Well, I want to wait till I can get you, till I can approve the team," then I just say, "Listen, dude, you're stuck here." Then, like, if because if we can't make a deal that's right for us, and and you make your list of teams you'd be willing to go to three, four teams long, we're not going to be able to get market value for you, and then we would have no interest in trading you. So yeah, that, that, I, I would want him to just start. say out loud, "Hey, I'm I'm waving this," and and then we'll figure out where you're going. Yeah, I. Uh... I definitely would 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 do it that way. I'm gonna say, yeah, you know what, we're happy to trade you, but you got to waive the no trade clause, and we're gonna pick the best deal for our our team. You know, you don't get to control everything. You can get your ass out of here. That's fine, but we we are gonna take the best deal, and it's gonna. And in the end, it would be the Jets or the Dolphins. You can yep. just tell them that those are the two teams that have the assets. And man, if he got traded to the Jets and they gave up all those picks, they're not gonna be much better than the Texans were last year. No. And good luck with that, Deshaun. All right. Quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. Well, hello. To call into the HRP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. Dial the phone. Looking to outsource your company's HR and payroll? Get the top initiative and smart solutions with HRP.net. 